0: We're in the book of Colossians, chapter 1, and we should be picking up in verse number 13, Colossians chapter 1, picking up in verse number 13, but before we get there, uh, we'll start at verse number 9, Colossians chapter 1, verse number 9, The Bible reads, this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all things being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience, long-suffering, and joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father, which he hath made us meet, to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life. In verse number 13, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. Where are we going to pick up today? Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness. Paul, in writing to the church at Colossae, is again giving them some words of encouragement here. As we see here in the text, he's not only praying that they'll have all of these attributes, right? Increasing in knowledge and glorious power, patience, long suffering, joyfulness, right? And giving thanks that they could be partakers of the inheritance of the saints of life, you know, all right? so that they can live their life, and so that, again, they can receive the inheritance right, of eternal life. And so, how we can do that is because, in verse number 13, he says, who have delivered us. Right? In other words, when you look at uh, what he's saying here, when he's talking about that Deliver us, right? Thayer's definition is to draw oneself when we're looking at the word deliver, right? And and, and another thing he says is to rescue, right? Hmm. If you think about that, right? A rescue means that somebody's in trouble, right? When you look at the word has delivered us, he's saying, You rescue, and that means that in order for there to be a rescue, somebody is in trouble, right? When you go to a hospital, right? Hmm. You go to a hospital because you need somebody to help you, to deliver you from the ailment or, well, sickness or whatever it is you're going through. You can't seem to do it on your own, right? Right. You need somebody's help, right? And you think about what happened in the condo high-rise down in Miami. Sad situation. But there are some people who couldn't make it out of the rubble unless somebody reached in and helped them to get out. Mm -hmm. And if you can understand... That correlation, you can see what this scripture really, truly is telling us, right? He's saying, who hath delivered us, right? And and when you think about that, who hath delivered us, he's talking about none other than who? Jesus Christ. Christ. Turn to Hebrews chapter 2, verse number 14, right? Hebrews chapter 2, and verse is number 14. When you get there, please start reading. Hebrews chapter 2, and the verse is 14. In verse 14. Verse 14 mm-hmm.
1: Who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify
0: unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good work? Okay, that's not Hebrews. That's not Hebrews.
2: Oh, It's a good verse, but it's relevant to what we're talking about. Pardon me. Then, as children are particular flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death.
0: Is the devil? Okay, so we see your verse is relevant too because it's Hmm. basically the same thing. That Christ did something for us. Right. Those of us who couldn't help ourselves, Hmm. we couldn't help ourselves due to the problem sin, the sin problem that we as Christians tend to have. Right yes uh, the bible says for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood right mm-hmm. talking about us we're partakers of both flesh and blood right the bible says he also meaning jesus himself right and likewise took part of the same so it's telling us again that god sent jesus his son to be flesh and blood, just like us. Amen. Right? To put part of the saying, and that through death, talking about the death of Jesus Christ, he might destroy him that had the power of death. Man. That is, the death. Right? Yeah. So, here again, we see that in this passage of Scripture, Jesus was manifested in the flesh for the purpose of delivering us and allowing us to be able to overcome death, right, Amen. to overcome sin and death, because the devil himself has the power of death. And that's why, if you go back to Colossians chapter 1, verse number 13, the Bible says, "Who." hath delivered us from the power of darkness. He has delivered us. He has rescued us. When we needed someone Mm -hmm. to be there for us, it was Jesus that was there. And only Jesus could rescue us and deliver us. From the power, he says, of darkness, right? So, uh, again, the Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse number 12, right? Talking about when we wrestle not against what? Flesh and blood, blood. but against what? Thank you, God, Principality. That's all right. Against Powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. God sent his son to deliver us from the power of darkness. Uh-huh. And believe it or not, the power of darkness again is the sin problem. Uh-huh. Right? He delivered us from sin so we no longer are wandering around in the darkness we no longer have to wonder what direction do we need to go in where the light is is where we go and if we are in darkness right Amen. there's a problem if we want to stay in darkness there's a problem because the bible says He who has delivered us. He's already rescued us. Amen. We already have the ability to be in the family of God because he rescued us. Amen. He made it possible and delivered us, right? And so uh, it doesn't matter what the principalities are. It doesn't matter what the powers are. All right. It doesn't matter... Who the rulers are in this world, right? We know there's spiritual wickedness even in high places. All right. Right? All right. But it's Jesus that still has delivered us. That's right. He made a way. And there's no reason why we need to continue in the darkness. All right. No
1: reason. So, so when yes. you're saying, spiritual wickedness is sin.
0: Spiritual wickedness in
1: Ephesians 6 and 12, mm-hmm. spiritual wickedness is sinfulness okay. as a whole. Right? I was thinking, and maybe I was wrong, spiritual wickedness was things like, maybe because I'm from the islands, I, I always hear when they're talking about spiritual wickedness is people being like. Seems to be harmful to each other like um, mm-hmm. voodoo, obi, or whatever you want to spin on it. That's what they call spiritual wickedness. It's still sin, isn't it? Okay. Right? I'm just okay. saying generally, I, I'm not the springer. Okay. Spiritual
0: wickedness in high places means sometimes people will do manipulative things, right? We talking about sometimes countries will actually kill their own people, okay. right? That could be spiritual wickedness in high places. Yeah. I agree. It could be people who supposedly practicing voodoo or the power of the devil or whatever, right? That's spiritual wickedness, right? But it's still all under the umbrella of okay. sin. Okay. It's still okay. sinfulness, right? Yeah. And so sinful practices is what we have been delivered from, right? We've been rescued. Delivered means. To be rescued All right. from. We've been rescued from the power of darkness. Well, you remember? I think it was Ananias, right? Yeah. In Acts. Yeah. Right? He was practicing sorcery before he became a Christian. All right? right? And then when uh, he saw Peter and them with his power, he mm-hmm. said, give me some of that power. Yeah. I want some of that power. Right? No, no, no. Not to be using in sorcery or trickery right you don't know what you're asking he told him you don't have part nor lot in this matter. yeah right so <clears throat> you better pray to god and ask for repentance yeah. yeah so that's what he did because again he's a child of god and we've been delivered from the power of darkness. Darkness doesn't necessarily, or sin doesn't necessarily have its hold or grip on us. All right, all right. Have you ever, uh, you know, picked up something that was real slick? Hmm? That's how sin is now to us. It's slick. Can't hold us. Right? It doesn't have its grip on us. We can't necessarily allow it to engage us and to allow to control us
2: If Satan holds us hostage to
0: death,
2: he holds us with that. And we don't know that we escape from, we're free from that. Yes. And we cannot be, we don't need to be afraid of death anymore. Yes.
0: We don't need to be concerned with that. Right. Right? 1 John chapter 3, verse number 8, the Bible says, He that committed sin is of the devil. Amen. Right? For the devil sinned when? From the beginning. The Bible says with this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. This is why Jesus was brought here so he could destroy the works of the devil. So why do we always want to go back <laughs> to the darkness? <laughs> We've already been delivered. right? We've been delivered from the darkness, but it seems like we all, I won't say always, but many times we want to go back to the dark. We want to go back to the old you. The sinful you. The one that wasn't appreciative of what God did. But wrong said Hold on, hold on. Like when you open a light
1: shut, you can't walk.
0: Yeah. You can't walk at this time, right? You can walk, but you, you might not know go? where yeah. you're going, right? You yeah. might not see the hole that's there, right? If you drive without headlights, right, in the dark, <laughs> you might not know what's in the road, right? Right. And, and if there's a big old hole, and I remember driving, nothing against Jamaica, but I remember driving <laughs> in Jamaica, <laughs> right, and I'm going to tell you, they have some big old
1: potholes. Oh, yes, we do. Oh, they yes, we some do. big old potholes. Yeah, I lying mean, about that one. We
0: used to talk about Pennsylvania with potholes. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like what I saw in Jamaica oh. when I was there. That was years ago, and I'm sure the roads have improved. Yeah, they have. Yeah. But I'm saying You know, if you don't see where you're going, you're going to hit a serious pothole. Especially if you've got any bit of speed, you're going to damage your vehicle. Right? And so it's important for us to have light. We have the light because the light comes from Christ. And if we are part of him, he says we are the light of the world. Right? So if we're the light of the world, we can see what's
1: ahead. Amen. Amen. Right? But the problem is, a lot of times, we want to remain in darkness. Sister Lucretia, you had something? Yeah, I would, I, I, I can't quote it, but um, I think it was Paul who was trying to say that although his mind was telling him the right thing to do, his thought it was telling him the right thing to do. It's uh-huh. like his body wanted to do the wrong thing, but he knows the right, but yet at times he does the wrong. Mm. Yeah. When I would evil though.
0: is always present yeah. with me. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Evil is always present with you, right? Uh-huh. But sometimes we have to realize—well, I'm saying sometimes, but all the time we need to realize that we've already been delivered from the power of darkness. Right. Know who you are, uh-huh. right? Amen. And know that it's within God's word that gives you. The ability to do his will. Mm-hmm. Right? And I know that evil is always going to be present. Yeah. yeah. Always trying to. But know again, I've been delivered from the power of darkness. Right? And the Bible says, and have translated us. What does that mean? Has translated us. What does it mean? To have been translated.
1: You say to be understood? Not quite. Would it be no meaning no. rescue us, rescue us from sin. Because God Jesus came and basically rescue us, give us give us an opportunity, give us another chance, a, a, a second chance if you would put it that way. Okay. To to be able to overcome death in the long run.
0: Okay. Yeah. But to translate right? Translate according to Thayer. Thayer says to transpose. Transfer. Remove from one place to another. Do you understand? To be translated means you've been moved from one place to another. So we were in darkness but he has translated us. He's moved us from the darkness into the kingdom of his dear Son. You understand? Yes. Sure. I don't know.
1: I, I okay. So look. I can't see the word as translate. I, I would more uh, translate mean to 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 make clearer. Uh, no. So uh-huh. down that line, but because. T- 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 if you're gonna say move from one point to the next I will use that word as transfer or I don't know. But to translate it uh-huh. clearer or to so if you if you're um to so, to so like you speak Spanish but you want to you know the English version of Spanish to English.
0: I understand what I you're speak. thinking of the <laughs> English word. Yeah now keep in yeah. mind translate means more than one thing. Biblically In this text, it comes from uh, the word, uh, the Greek word, Mephysipemim, right? And it means to transpose, transfer, remove from one place to another. Of change of situation or place. To remove from the office of a steward. To depart from life to die, right? So we're talking about translate. These are the definitions of the word translate. In other words, it's to move you. Look at what the scripture is saying. He's saying in the passage, right? He says, who hath delivered us, right, from the power of darkness mm-hmm. and hath translated us into kingdom of his dear son who has the ability to add us to his church all right right acts two forty seven come on yeah acts two forty seven what does the bible tell us forty seven
1: Praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord, I go to the church. daily, those who were being saved.
0: Okay, so who did the end? God. And He put us where? Church. Where? Church. He put us in the church, right? Amen. He put those saints in the church. Mm-hmm. Who has the ability to put us in the church? God. Can man put you in the church? I don't know. Only God. Can add you to the church. Right? Yeah. Only he. And isn't church and kingdom the same thing? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. So look at what the scripture says. Right? Right? Go back to Colossians chapter 1. And verse number 13. The Bible says, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Right? He took us where? Out of the world All right. and put us where? Into the church. Okay. Who's the one that has the power to do that?
1: Hello. Uh, God. This, this yeah. oh, no, one hold one. on, hold on. Question okay. here. Question. My version translate, say convey. Yeah, that's what I was just yeah, gonna so say. Like, my version,
0: on, convey. convey. Yeah. Okay. So like a conveyor belt, right? Uh-huh.
1: It moves you from one place
0: to another, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what happens here. He moved you out of the world into the kingdom of his dear son, which is the church. That's what we're talking about here. Amen. When you're talking about he's translated us into the kingdom. There's only one that can put us in the kingdom. All right. And the only way we get into the kingdom is if we have obeyed the what? The gospel. The gospel. That means we had to Hear, believe, repent, confess, and be baptized. Right? When we get baptized, the scripture tells us in Galatians, we get baptized into Christ, we then put on Christ. Mm-hmm. Right? We get buried, like with Him in Romans chapter 6, and we arise a new creature. Right? Mm-hmm. In other words, a transformation takes place. And a transformation takes place because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. All right. He delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us, delivered us, conveyed us, uh, transferred us into the kingdom, the church, the body of Christ. The kingdom of Jesus Christ that is on earth as well as it is in heaven, because Jesus Christ is Lord of King of kings and Lord of Lords. He's Lord of heaven and earth. Amen. He has translated us into the kingdom, the Bible says, of his, talking about God, he is their son. Mm-hmm. We have been translated, is what he's saying. So, we look at the whole scripture here, right? It it, it tells us, again, in verse number 14, in whom we have redemption. That ought to to fire you up. In whom we have redemption, what does it mean that you have redemption? Right? That you have redemption. What does it mean? That you've got redemption. You've been, redeemed. Mm-hmm. you've been redeemed. Right? Yes. What does it mean? In order to be redeemed, that means that you have to have been ransomed. Mm-hmm. You have to have been held hostage. Mm-hmm. You have, have not been able to be to your full potential. Mm-hmm. The word means believe it or not the, the word means you release affected by payment of ransom yeah right and the payment that was made for our redemption was the what the blood yes. of Jesus Christ didn't he pay for the church amen. he purchased the church with his what blood. with his own blood amen right I think it's Acts chapter 20 and verse number 28. He purchased the church Amen. with his own blood. Amen. If he purchased if he purchased it, it then belongs to who? Him. Him. Because he's the owner Amen. of it. He bought it. Right? Just like you and I, we may buy our cars or we may buy our clothes or we may buy our shoes. We're the owner of it.
1: Okay. Uh-huh.
0: How we take care of it is up to (laughs) us because we have ownership of it. It belongs to us. And therefore, we are not subject to anyone else as to how we're going to take care of the stuff that belongs to us. But in this case, God has already provided an avenue for us. Right? And because... We were held hostage by sin. We were were deceived by the devil. We could not get out of our situation only by the gospel. And because the gospel exists, we now can be obedient to the gospel, be added to the church, Right? because we can be translated into the kingdom of His Amen. His dear Son, right? Amen. In whom we have redemption. We've been redeemed, right? We were we were held ransom through uh, His blood, even the forgiveness of sins. So now we don't even have to worry about that sin problem before right we don't have to worry about sin holding us back anymore Amen. because we have redemption through his blood Mm -hmm. even the forgiveness of sins how many sins did you commit yesterday Mm -hmm. how many sins did you commit even this morning. Amen. How many sins did you commit last week? If you're a child of God, you can pray to God and ask God to forgive you, and He's forgiven you Amen. of your sins. And guess what? You have this wonderful privilege because you have already been redeemed. Yep. Amen. Hmm? <laughs> You've been brought back. Mm-hmm. You now belong to Him. Mm-hmm. You are now His property. Amen. And you obey
2: the Master. Mm-hmm. Yes, brother. Thank you. There's a, a friend. Of mine called me. Well, for many years I've known her as a friend. A large family, and one of her sisters the pastor of a Baptist church, and. Uh, she said, I lost this substance, and only two of them left. But she started out by saying, y'all think that that one building over there had something to do with it. She said, I'm saved uh, my, in the heart. She said, God so loved the world that he gave his only, that whole tribe of believers in them should not have it. She said, don't you believe that? I said, yes. And then I said to her that, the Bible says all scriptures, not one, don't get buried in one scripture. All scriptures. The scripture said all scriptures. And then I said, uh, Galatians 1 to 6 says, There's one gospel. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, there are other but there's one gospel that you're saved by. I'm trying to demonstrate to her that there's one church. And she kept referring to the building. Mm-hmm. And, I you know, then later, later, later I said, The building has nothing to do with the Lord. Bought a church. And Satan is imitating that church with many other churches. You get saved. Mm-hmm. You get messed mm-hmm. I'm just trying mm-hmm. to explain to her as I go along, it wasn't working. Yeah. She said, Y'all crazy. That building that church interview, takes in the heart. It's in the heart, she says. And she did Romans 10 and verse 9 and 10. Confess with her mouth and, and believe in the heart, and I shall be saved. She goes with all that, and uh, I, 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 I didn't move her. That doesn't move her. She's almost angry and, angry and hung up the phone. I uh, said, You can lose your soul so easy
0: if you let Satan get you. And boy, that's when she was upset. Yes. You know, sometimes, you know, they say if it was a snake, <laughs> if it bit me. Can't see the forest for the trees. For the trees, she's right there, you, you A lot of people don't really truly understand the concept, and I have to admit, one before I became a Christian, <laughs> I didn't understand it either. Yes, yeah. I, I never got the concept <laughs> in my early years. I didn't. I didn't understand until it was really broken down for me. Yes. And you know, you have that what is considered the aha moment. It's like, wow. It was there all along. (laughs) I just never saw it. I just never saw it. It's so hard. And and and, you know it explained to me why again there's so many different churches, why there's so many different Things that are out there. Yes. And the Bible clearly tells you, you know? Counterfeit groups, counterfeit churches. It it, it tells you even some of these things that are going to come into existence. Yes. Right? And so it's important for us to understand that Christ has already delivered us from these things. Right? Even in Hebrews chapter 9. Verse number 12. He says, neither by the blood of goats and calves, mm-hmm. but by his own blood, mm-hmm. he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Mm-hmm. He only had to die one time on right. the cross. Amen. Yes. Though we may sin plenty of times yeah, in our yeah. life. It only took that one death on the cross Amen. to pay for all of our sins. Yeah. Every sin that you will commit the rest of your life, it only took one death on the cross. And he paid for it all. Right? Amen. So, even 1 Peter 3.18 says, For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, The just, for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. What a blessing. Hmm? Uh What a blessing. So as we take a look at this again, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even The forgiveness of sins. Don't you want your sins forgiven? Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. We have to. If we want to be in heaven with God. Right? Because guess what? No one is perfect. We will all make some mistakes. We will all sin at some point in our Mm lives. And as a child of God, the wonderful is that we can ask God to forgive us. Think about it. If you haven't been delivered from the power of darkness, no matter how many times you sin, you can never be forgiven. Right? You understand? Know That's the true blessing of being delivered from power of darkness and being translated into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption, through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. Amen. My time is up. Thank you again for your participation in this morning's Sunday school. I pray and hope something has been beneficial to help you in your walk. Amen. Let's go to God in prayer at this time.